Mac Hollins out on defense. He's all the way back. As Stevenson is inside the 30, flips it back. Stanford band nowhere in sight. Uh oh. Uh oh. It's picked off. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh no. Unbelievable. Oh wow. Incredible. Chandler Jones takes it in and wins the game for the Raiders. Uh oh. Julian Edelman. Rebuttal? What the f are we doing? What are we doing? Uh oh. This is It Was a Thing on TV. Before I change my mind, I give you Super Train. Episode 334, Submission 1369. Nice. Damn it. Atari 2600 commercials. Well, we said it last week, but Atari is celebrating its 50th anniversary. And we brought up at the end of episode 332, the recent Atari 50 compilation that recently came out. And I know, Mike, you have a copy of that game on Switch. And that has basically like, everything Atari in that one game. Well, maybe not as deep in terms of games. It's very broad in terms of how many uh, different systems are represented in arcade games. But really, the thing that sells it for me is there is a number of multimedia timelines basically giving you a video and photographic history of Atari since 1972 and that's worth the price of admission to be honest yeah but at the beginning atari they were just this little company that started with a little simple game called pong which was all the rage in america in the early to mid 70s and everyone wanted to play pong everyone wanted pong in their home and then Around 1976, Nolan Bushnell had a great idea. Let's have a machine, but not just a machine, a machine that can play cartridges, and you can just take it out of the system, and you could put any game you want in it. Any game you want in it. Now, not necessarily this is the first video game console. Obviously, you had the Magnavox Odyssey, but in terms of mainstream, this was the first mainstream video game console with the masses. It was the first console to bring video games to the people, as it were. Yes. So, with success comes commercials. And we have the first documented, at least on YouTube, Atari 2600 commercial that aired According to this video, on December 17th, 1977, so about 45 years ago tomorrow at the time of recording this, because we're recording this on December 16th, 2022, this aired on the NFL Today. 
So let's play that commercial right now. Attention shoppers. The new Atari cartridge game is in. Excuse me. Uh-oh. George again. Atari's AFC battle. It comes with 27 games, but that's just for starters. You can get nine cartridges, 187 games. Blackjack. I'd like an Atari. Sorry. Only our demonstrators left. Mine! No, George. Mine. The new video computer system by Atari. More games, more fun. Oh, that guy, he just wants to play that Atari so much. That guy looked familiar, but I could not tell you from where. I was just going to say the same thing. He rang a bell, but I can't put a, a name to a face. But yeah, this was like the days where they had the big demonstration units at stores everywhere. And obviously, everybody was clamoring to play it. Yes. Oh, guys! you I, I'm not even joking. The guy behind the counter, you literally just talked about him last week. We did? John Lawler. He was Stephen Bradley. Ah, I knew I saw that guy somewhere. Oh. So, yeah, like... Two years later, he'd be the headmaster at, uh, well, it was not East, it was Eastlake originally, but Eastland. Eastland. Eastland is what it turned into, right. So there you go. That's why he looked familiar. And also, Chuck McCann. So he was the guy that wanted that Atari so bad? Right. And even the little girl uh, in the ad who wanted the Atari is somebody. She's Prudence Frazier. She was one of the executive producers of The Nanny. What? There's star power on top of star power in this little commercial. Oh, my God. Well, we're going to have more star power later on. But, oh, we're going to have some star power in this one. We got an Atari VCS commercial featuring. All right. Are you ready for this combination? I'm ready for this combination. Pete Rose, Pele, and Don Knotts. Oh, my God. Two greats in their respective fields, and also Pete Rose. Nah, you see, I like that, but I was going to take it another way. Pete Rose, Pele, two great athletes, and Don Knotts? Okay. A man's man. Gosh! Well, I bet you I know one game that's being promoted in this ad. Pele Soccer. Okay, Atari. Let's see your best pitch. You're out, Rose! I quit soccer to play Atari. You need more practice, Pele. You can't keep me in here, Atari. The Atari video computer system is 20 cartridges with 1,300 game variations you play on your own TV set. Don't just watch television tonight. Play it. I get that. Okay, so it wasn't Pele's soccer. I did not see that coming. I didn't see him playing air-sea battle. Yeah, but I get the game that Don Knotts was uh, shilling for. Oh, totally get that. But, oh my god. The baseball game with Pete Rose. What crappy-ass graphics on that. 
Well, it's crappy ass when you look back at it 45 years later, just about. Remember, that's like top of the line in 1978. Yeah, but they'll get much better, as we'll see later on with the sports stuff at Atari. But we'll get there. But okay, in our next commercial. Now, Mike, you found this commercial, I think, yesterday, right? I saw this for the first time yesterday, yes. Okay. Well, let's watch this, shall we? More celebrities. Sorry, Miss Channing. You gonna slam dunk me, Atari? The Atari video computer system is 20 cartridges with 1,300 game variations you play on your own TV set. Don't watch television tonight. Play it. You're going down, young man. Can I declare how much I love basketball for the Atari? It's so basic, but I love it so much. So, okay, let's describe what we saw. We saw a dollar store Cylon from Battlestar Galactica. And then we saw Carol Channing playing Blackjack. No hookers. And then Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Getting dunked on by a kid with a joystick. <laughs> it's funny because he's a tall man. And he got beaten by a short kid. Well, we got more celebrities here in this ahead. Anyone for Atari? She beat me again? <laughs> the Atari video computer system is 20 cartridges with 1,300 game variations you play on your own TV set. Atari, they tell me you're fast. watch television tonight play it <laughs> bobby riggs got beat again by billy g Ting, but this time it was an atari <laughs> kicker is he actually stood a chance that was such a great ad i i'm glad to see that bobby riggs really took this with a grain of salt <laughs> but the best is jack balance Getting beaten a duel by a kid like with Kareem getting dumped on. It's funny because he's an adult and the kid is a kid. Believe it or not. But I wonder if that kid ever used skin bracer. But okay, now we're getting into the real golden age of the Atari right here. We're going into the early 80s. And what game has transfixed arcades at this point in 1980. Well, Pac-Man, but before that a little bit, yeah. Yeah, a little game from Taito called Space Invaders. So let's watch this 1980 commercial involving Space Invaders. Out here we entertain ourselves at home. So we got an Atari video game. There's so many different games to play. We especially like Space Invaders, zapping those little devils from outer space. It's fun, but personally, I think the whole idea of creatures from outer space is a little far-fetched. What? 
no other company offers you as many different video game cartridges as Atari. So that ad reminded me of the Futurama episode. I think it's Anthology of Interest 1. It might be Anthology of Interest 2, where video games come to life and they actually have space invaders. And uh, they're actually done by um, uh, Lur uh, from uh, Percy I Omicron 8, if you remember. And he would tell the uh, space invaders, move down. And then, you know, once you get to the end of the column, you know, go down. And then when you go to the right, go down. Drop down and increase speed. One ship is left only. Come on, Fry, get it. It's moving too fast. Oh, I could never get the last one. My brother always got it for me. (laughs) Drop down, reverse direction, prepare for landing. Instead of shooting where I was, you should have shot at where I was going to be. <laughs> and then what did you believe it was, Chico? I think that episode of Futurama ripped off that short, that cartoon short, Pixels, which gave us that god-awful movie also named Pixels. Yeah. But okay, around 1980 or so, we had the rise of a company making games for Atari that was founded by a bunch of former Atari employees called Activision. And Activision made arguably some of the best games for the Atari 2600. Absolutely, yes. Yes, and one of them, of course is a game called Kaboom! So you think you're fast enough to beat the bomber? I don't think so. Kaboom! By Activision. Plug this cartridge into your Atari video game system and get ready to handle high explosives. Don't sneeze. Don't even blink. Because the faster you get, the faster he gets. And if you miss... Kaboom! By Activision. I swear that guy looked like Eddie Mecca. You know, Don Knotts could have been in that commercial as well as that commercial he was in with Pete Rose and uh, Pele. But okay, when we think of Atari Activision commercials, there's one commercial we think of. And that's a commercial for ice hockey by Activision for the 2600. And I have to say, ice hockey, pretty fun game. The person pitching this game, even more fun. That's right. Pitching this game, the late, great Bill Hartman. So let's play this classic, legendary commercial for you guys. Do you have ice hockey by Activision? 
Think you're ready for it? One of the roughest video games around for your Atari game system? Ready to battle for the puck? Well... To inflict fierce body checking? Yeah. Furious stick checking? Yeah. Ruthless tripping! You really think you're ready for all that? I'm ready! I'm ready! Fine. Cash your charge. I thought you by Activision! He was ready. He was ready. Hard checking action right there with two on two action. It doesn't even resemble the game real ice hockey, but you know what? Who cares? It's fun. It's awesome. Every Activision game is fun. Seriously, if you guys have any of those compilations like Activision Anthology, there's not a bad game in the bunch there. I actually got a couple of years ago the uh, PSP version digitally for Activision Anthology for like five bucks. That's money well spent. Yes, and the best part is I can actually like download it and play it on the PlayStation Vita also. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice indeed. Yeah, considering I'm one of the 20 people in the world that has a PlayStation Vita. Good for you! Hey, I nearly bought one like three or four years ago. I didn't, though, because there's only one game I wanted to play on it. But I was almost one of those 20. Okay, so I mentioned the Atari sports line would get better. Well, around the early 1980s, there was this giant ad campaign for the Intellivision involving George Plimpton. And he would compare the Intellivision sports games to the Atari sports games, which, as I mentioned, looked like absolute crap next to the Intellivision games. So Atari, they decided, you know what, we're going to reinvent the sports line and we're going to introduce the real sports line of games, which would closely resemble actual sports to compete with the Intellivision line. And they got a bunch of celebrity sports endorsements for these games. So who did they get to advertise their baseball game? The great Billy Martin, who at this time would have been managing the Oakland A's around 1981-1982. So let's watch this commercial for real sports baseball with Billy Martin. I've been hearing the so-called sports expert talk about his realistic home video baseball game. Well, I've played real baseball. And I also played the new Atari real sports baseball, and I like it. Because I can sacrifice fly as well as steal, pick off runners. Hey, it's baseball like baseball should be played. And who are you going to listen to anyhow? That other guy who just talks baseball? Or a nice guy like me who lives it? New real sports baseball, one in a series only from Atari. And I love that joke. Who are you going to believe? A guy who just talks baseball or a nice guy like me who lives it? Because if you knew Billy Martin as a manager, oh, he would get into arguments all the damn time with the umpires. All he did was argue. He was a hothead. I got to say, the graphics vastly improved. Compare the original baseball to the real sports. Big difference. Oh, yes. So next, we're going to go to the Atari test facility. Where we have 
two people we've already met, but we have a third person that we're going to meet in this ad. So let's go to the test facility. At Atari, our game cartridges undergo grueling tests. We put Kareem Abdul-Jabbar up against Atari Basketball. Oh, man, what a move. We let Mario Andretti test drive Atari Night Driver. This game really cracks me up. And the great Pele himself tested Pele's championship soccer. What a gig would beat me again. At Atari, we take our games seriously, so you have more fun. How'd you do, Kareem? I'm glad I won't face Atari in the playoffs. <laughs> no other video game company stacked up to Atari. See, Mike, now this time he was playing Pele Soccer. I knew he'd play Pele Soccer at some point. But did you see how they were all getting out of the room and Kareem had to duck his head because he was too tall? He couldn't He's fit his head. He's tall. Okay, now we got a commercial here for Laser Blast from 1981. Oh, one of my favorites. Well, that space game there looks like a thrill a minute. Why not try a real blast? Laser Blast by Activision, a new breed of game cartridge for your Atari video computer system. Battle endless attackers, fight their force fields, and dodge their radar tracking systems. It's light years away from all those other space games. What other space game? Laser Blast by Activision. Yeah, all those other space games, those are all pieces of crap. This is the space game you want to play, damn it. It's the only space game that matters. And again, it's an Activision game, so like I said earlier, just about by default, it's a good game. Okay, so now we got an Atari commercial for Asteroids at Toys R Us. And guys, this is a commercial that I was looking up last night and this is really something else. So let's watch it. Hello and welcome to Asteroids 101, where you'll be learning from experts on the subject. From me, Professor Von Bush, and the Atari Video Computer System, 13984 at Toys R Us. Now, should you pass this course, we'll go on to these Atari game cartridges, 1887 to 3697 at Toys R Us. Helmut, I hope you've been paying attention because I'm going to give a pop quiz later. Could I have some of your seeds? That game of Asteroids looked better than the arcade if such a thing was possible. Of course, if you remember, arcade Asteroids was just lines and black and white. This is actual rock-looking things. Oh, yeah, it's actual rock-looking things. Now it's like, oh, yeah, the Asteroids, they're now looking realistic. Well, one thing you need to remember is the original Asteroids game was vector graphics. So that's why it looked kind of simplistic. It wasn't roster graphics. It was vector graphics. So th there's a big difference there. But now we're getting to 1981. We got the Christmas season. And where are you going to go to get your Atari at for Christmas? Oh, I know. Sears. I hear they're doing well. They literally bulldozed my local Sears, by the way. That's the joke. I know. Well, let's see what they had for Christmas 1981 for Atari. Opening now at Sears, a Christmas of red ribbon values, including Sears' best-selling video game, Video Arcade. 
on sale now for only $134.99, our lowest price ever. And don't miss the full assortment of game cartridges available at everyday low prices. Or try your hand at Sears' wide selection of one- and two-player handheld sports games. Our everyday low price is $12 to $13 lower than last Christmas. To wrap up a beautiful Christmas, you can count on Sears. Okay, so let me, like, review this commercial. We got Santa Claus and this one elf. I guess they snuck into the store late at night at Sears, and they decided we're going to play some Atari at this kiosk right here. And they're just having a grand old time playing this freaking Atari kiosk. And I think one of the elves is stealing all the Atari games. He's got handfuls of Atari games. Look at him. Yeah, well, here's the thing. Technically, they were Atari video games, but it was an Atari 2600 clone. It was basically the Atari 2600 with a Sears badge. Yeah, they had their own version of the 2600 that was Sears branded. But Atari made the system. It was just branded with Sears. But look at this elf. He's got all these video games from Atari. Like he's carrying by the handful. And then Santa's like, ho, 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 look at me. I got all these Atari games. <laughs> I got Atari Golf. That's what I'm going to need for Christmas. <laughs> me and Mrs. Claus, we're going to play the crap out of Atari Golf. Ho, ho, ho. And this, oh, my God, this creepy elf right here who's playing this handheld game. Look at his face. I'm looking at his face. Mike, do you have any comment about this elf's face? No, no. I don't want to say a word. He's creepy. Good, because you shouldn't, because he's scary as hell. And then Sam's like, ho, 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 this LCD baseball game, this is as realistic as it gets, and it's only nine ninety nine. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Hey, those Mattel electronic handheld games, they were big back in the day. They oh, were. They, they were. They were definitely. Sears be rebatching everything. If parents had a dilemma in the early 80s, if they needed a babysitter or not, well... This commercial is going to explain why you don't need a babysitter. This commercial is based on a true story. Hello? Tracy, no, we don't need a babysitter tonight. Thanks, anyway. After a family bought an Atari video game, they had no trouble getting babysitters. Oh, boy, God. Hello? Kate? No, we don't need a babysitter tonight. Bye. Everybody enjoys Atari because Atari has so many different games to enjoy. Hello, Karen. No, we don't need a babysitter tonight. No other company offers you as many different video game cartridges as Atari. So you know what? Screw having a babysitter. The Atari is basically the only babysitter you need. Of course, everybody wants to babysit for the kids who have the Atari because they could just put the kids to bed so they can play the Atari. But now... The Atari, it's been a major success in the U.S., so now what do we need for Atari to conquer next? Britain! So let's see what the U.K. thinks of the Atari. So let's watch this Atari 2600 commercial for the U.K. Atari, you're a starship, captain in an asteroid field. Blast the wind, you laser. 
of this world games from Atari, the number one video computer system with more games than any other. Everyone's gone Atari, the number one video game. I gotta say, though, they really hit a lot of games in that commercial to just get you to sell this system to you. They had Asteroids, they got Missile Command, they got Space Invaders, they got the heavy hitters to convince all the kids in Britain, hey, you need to have this system. It's only one twenty nine ninety five, so come on. Yeah. By the way, doing the calculations, it would cost five hundred dollars today. Wow, not surprising. Okay, so now we got a commercial for the game Beanie Bopper. What? <laughs> Atari Video Game System, one of the new games of the century from 20th Century Fox. Back in the day, 20th Century Fox diversified into video games. So did CBS, for that matter. Oh, and we'll talk about a CBS game very shortly. I've never heard of that game. That I'm sorry, that game looks stupid. I'm, I'm not even joking. That oh, I know yeah. it's, but I didn't get the point of that game. This is the point where all these companies are like, we want to get in on this action. We don't care how good the game looks. We don't know how this sort of thing. This is all a new field. We don't know exactly what these people want. So we'll just do anything and we'll see how it works. And for the most part, it didn't. Okay, so now we have a commercial for the Spider-Man Atari 2600 video game from Parker Brothers. See, I remember Parker Brothers making video games because we had the Qbert port from Parker Brothers for my sister's Commodore 64. I did not remember Spider-Man being one of them. Oh, I remember Spider-Man. That was one of the games that I really wanted as a kid. And uh, once I got it as an adult, I was severely disappointed. Oh, yeah. There was an episode of Angry Video Game Nerd about that. Very disappointing game. But okay, here we go. Spider-Man for the 2600. I'll blow this town to smithereens. I'm on. Try to get up there in time, Spider-Man. What become my web, Goblin? Watch yourself fall, Silk Slinger. Gotta stop the bombs in time. If I don't get you webhead, my diagnosis will. Holy Hannah. And you're running out of fluid. Is this more action than even Spider-Man can handle? Spider-Man, a video game from Parker Brothers. The ones to beat. 
That commercial looked like they borrowed the Japanese Spider-Man suit. Spider-Man. They might as well borrow the Japanese Spider-Man suit. But, man, that Green Goblin suit was so crappy. Well, again, everything about it's crappy. The game was crappy. The, the, the costumes are crappy. Again, as you said earlier, it was a race for these companies to just churn out games. Some good, some stinkers. Yeah. Well, while we ponder over that, let's take a quick commercial break, shall we? That's right. We're going to have a commercial break in an episode with commercials. Think of it as a bonus commercial. All right. So enjoy these commercials from around this time, and we'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah. I see by your job application, you've scored six million on the video game Munchman. Yeah. And I see you shot down two billion aliens from the planet Mongo. Yeah. You are good at computer games. So what do you know about computers? If you're going to spend your time playing video games, why not play them on something that can also teach you about computing? Get a Commodore 64 or VIC-20. It's tough to grow up in a computer age without learning about computers. Enjoy the best in video game excitement on Starcade, TV's first video arcade game show. Watch contestants face the fast-paced challenge of Star Trek, Zevious, and games played by millions of people all over the world. You can see them all, the new ones, the old ones, and some you've never seen before. For arcade excitement and electronic wizardry, watch Starcade, today at 5.05 on Superstation WTBS. For new Pac-Man pasta from Chef Boyardee. New Pac-Man pasta? Mmm, little spaghetti shaped like us. Delicious. And because Chef Boyardee's packed with goodness, it's great for when we have to eat and run. New Pac-Man pasta from Chef Boyardee. With meatballs, without meatballs, or chicken flavor. Thank goodness for new Pac-Man pasta. Thank goodness for Chef Boyardee. You'll never finish by morning. No problem. Now, command the powers of Adam with professional keyboard, high-speed memory drive, and built-in word processor program, all in one package. Oops, you gotta start over. Relax. Adam, do that paragraph. Is that legal? And print. Adam, even a letter-quality daisy wheel printer. You did it! Adam, my launch sequence. Is that legal? Command the powers of Adam and program your future. Welcome back from commercials. Before we continue, if Lori Laughlin is listening, you passed our test and you can be our friend. But don't get us into a scheme involving SAT scores. Don't. I don't care what Felicity Hoffman says. No. We don't want to be involved in it. And that's all we're going to say. But okay, let's get back to Atari 2600 commercial, shall we? So when we think of the worst Atari 2600 games, what do we think of? E.T. Besides E.T. Pac-Man. Yes, Pac-Man. And Mike, do you want to describe to the kids listening how bad the Pac-Man adaptation for 2600 was? 
Wow, where do I start? Uh, the fact that Pac-Man basically has like two frames of animation, mouth open, mouth closed, and the mazes are all the same. There's no change in the maze, but also I don't even think any mazes are more difficult. Maybe the ghosts speed up a little bit, but there's just, it's the same game. This is another case of Atari, at least, not talking about the other game companies this time, Atari rushing a game to meet the demand for a uh, a Pac-Man game on the 2600. And also, Pac-Man is only in one direction, dead serious. Throughout the game, Pac-Man is facing to the left. So if you're moving to the right, he's moving backwards. If you're moving up and down, his mouth doesn't move up. It moves up with him, his mouth open to the left. It's really, really bad. Oh, yeah. But I will give them a little bit of credit. Miss Pac-Man for the Atari 2600 was a vast upgrade. It was. But Atari did try to promote this. And who did they get to convince the kids, hey, you need to buy the 2600 version of Pac-Man? Would you believe Mr. Hooper from Sesame Street? Will Lee? Yes! Will Lee! Yeah, they got him to plug this. So let's watch it. Grandpa, you want to play Pac-Man? Pac-Man? Horsey? I'll show you, Grandpa. Pac-Man is a video game cartridge you have to buy separately to play on the Atari video computer system. Your parents hook it up to the TV. Those are supposed to be the ghosts after Pac-Man. Watch out, Grandpa. Stick with me. This is the Atari Video Computer System. Pac-Man and other video game cartridges are each sold separately. Okay, after seeing that commercial, apparently Pac-Man's mouth goes left and right. But I know when Pac-Man goes up and down, his mouth does not move upwards or downwards. It is still left and right. All I can say is, out of the mouths of babes, that's supposed to be a ghost. Those were her words. And by the way, if you've never played Pac-Man on 2600, you know how on every TV show and movie you hear the... Yeah, that comes from that game. Yeah, generic video game sound effects. This game is so bad is the generic sound effect for video games and TV and movies. Okay, so now we got a commercial for the game Solar Fox with... Chico, can you believe who they got to plug this game? The chick from Ally McBeal, Jane Krakowski? Yeah, of course, from 30 Rock. And, of course, wouldn't she have been around close to this time, National Lampoon's Vacation? Yeah, she'd been around this time. And Search for Tomorrow. Oh, yeah, I forgot she was on Search for Tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. But she wouldn't have been that old, so I wouldn't necessarily call her a babe in this commercial. Oh, no. She had to be under 18. Oh, yeah. She was like, what, 14 or 13 when she did vacation? 14 or 15 or so, yeah. Okay, so here we go. Oh, this is a CVS Electronics game, Mike. Solar Fox. Oh, yeah. I I, I mentioned earlier, I said we were going to talk about CBS Electronics games for the Atari 2600. This is the one I was referring to, yes. Okay, here we go. Solar Fox. Solar Fox. They're like millions of them. 
free. Solar Fox, the new video game where speed and strategy are all you have to fly through 26 changing solar fields. And if you're really fast, awesome. you'll skip ahead to even tougher fields. Really cool. Solar Fox from CBS Electronics. Can I drive now? Where the excitement <laughs> never ends. All right, I'm going to do some quick math here. Solar Fox was from 1981. It was released as a cartridge in 1983. Jane Krakowski was born in 1968. So if my math is correct, she had to have been 15 years old when she did the commercial. And vacation would have been in 83, so 15 checks out. I would add a year or two to that because at the end of the commercial, it said that it was available for the Atari 5200 and the ColecoVision slash Atom and a number of other systems. So maybe this is like closer to 84, 85-ish. Maybe. Just trying to give uh, Jane the benefit of the doubt. Maybe she was closer to 17 or 18 at the time. But I'll tell you what, as far as Jean Grakowski commercials, it's not that one commercial she did for Cling Free, which was referenced in that one episode of 30 Rock where they faked her own death. Jenna, what the hell are you doing here? They're talking about me. I'm really better today. So's the laundry, thanks to Cling Free. That was some of Jenna Maroney's earlier work. It's hard to believe that both of those women outlived her, especially the woman on the right. We'll be right back. Okay. So, around this period, 82, 83-ish, what game is rocking the arcades from Atari around this time? Pole position. Yeah, pole position. It would be the Atari release of the Namco hit. When this got ported to the Atari 2600, they made Atari... This extravagant, amazing, epic, 90-second commercial. And oh, this is incredible. And I think I've referenced this on a previous episode, but here it is in full. Let's go with this. Hey! Yeah? You look like a real jerk. Well, I am a corporate executive. He stops exciting things from happening. So what you doing? Well... Muffy, Buffy, Biff Jr. and I are going on our Sunday drive. Oh, no, you ain't. You're going to play Pole Position!
<laughs> you know, I don't want to call it bait and switch, but notice all the graphics that were shown in that ad were from the Atari 5200 version. Yeah, they said in fine print at the top of the screen, Atari 5200 graphics shown. But that's not the point. The point is this commercial is batshit insane. That's putting it light. I love that you didn't see this in the commercial, because obviously this is an audio podcast, not a video podcast. But a giant hand came in from the sky, grabbed the car they were riding in, and literally shook them out of the car. And they landed right into the freaking go-karts. Race cars? Race cars, go-karts, whatever. There's like crashes all around and such. I think one point, like, the mom's eyeballs are, like, falling out of her face. And then at the end, it's, like, it's late at night. There's, like, all sorts of damage, and the family's just walking around. The daughter is part signals. Yeah, and the dad's, like, just shaking, like, Oh, 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 I just had all, saw all these car accidents all around me. Oh, a giant hand came down from the sky and shook me out of it. That was something else. But you know what? We talked about Pac-Man. Well, Mike, we're going to talk about Miss Pac-Man in these next two commercials. Good, the superior version. The superior version. And if you have the superior version, who do you get to do voiceover for the superior version? A superior voiceover artist. That's right. So here we go. Hey, Joey, what's she really like? She's the most exciting woman I ever met. Yeah? Atari introduces the woman of the year, Ms. Pac-Man. Just like the arcade classic, four different game screens, floating fruit, even pretzels. Thank you very much, Don Pardo. I always wanted to say that. Man, what's wrong with those kids? Yeah, from the sounds of it, they're attracted to Ethel Merman. I didn't know there were kids attracted to Ethel Merman. Well, did you see the cartoon? It's like... Hey, kids, don't you know? Oh. I'm more than Pac-Man with a bow! Mike, do you have any comments? Tico, please never do an impersonation of Ethel Merman again. Okay. <laughs> All right, now let's go down under for this Miss Pac-Man commercial. If you thought Atari Pac-Man was great, wait till you play his big sister, Ms. Pac-Man from Atari. With larger-than-life graphics, floating fruit, and hungry ghosts. If you've got an Atari, you can play Miss Pac-Man at home. But if you haven't, you can't. He thinks Ms. Pac-Man is Pac-Man's. Yeah, I noticed that, but also, I gotta say, this is a very interesting interpretation of the commercial. 
doing like a real live maze with a, a girl running uh, through the maze and grabbing fruit out of midair with just a regular ghost Clearly just a white bed sheet with eyes on it. Oh, yeah. They clearly just got a bed sheet. Just cut holes over it and be like, okay, you're a ghost. Yeah, that's a very interesting uh, adaptation, uh, interpretation of Miss Pac-Man, to say the least. Yeah. It is. But okay. We've been waiting for it. Let's talk about Donkey Kong. So first, we're going to talk about Donkey Kong Sr. The original. The OG. The original OG Donkey Kong. The game that put Mario on the map. That's right. So, let's start with Donkey Kong, the original from 1982. It's Donkey Kong, the arcade sensation, and now you can play it at home. Hang on, sweetheart! I'm gonna save ya! Now you can play Donkey Kong on your ColecoVision, Atari VCS, or Intellivision video game system. Donkey Kong has multiple screens, just like the arcade game. You're not gonna stop me, you stupid ape! Play Donkey Kong on your ColecoVision, Atari VCS, or Intellivision video game system. Don't worry, darling! I'll save ya! Okay, Chico, do you want to comment on this commercial? Well, first of all, obvious ripoff of King Kong is obvious. Second of all, showed in little letters, showed on ColecoVision. Because obviously, you had, in the early console wars, the three big hitters, Mattel's Intellivision, the Atari 2600, and ColecoVision. And you had a ColecoVision, you were the freaking man. You had a ColecoVision. Everybody knew you had money. If you had a ColecoVision with the Atari 2600 adapter, you were the man. You had a legitimate reason to never leave the house. But I can understand why they showed the ColecoVision graphics. ColecoVision graphics, as Chico and Greg sort of said, made the Atari graphics look like really bad not that the atari graphics were all that good but yeah i mean if you had the atari graphics i don't know if that would sell the game that much the coleco vision graphics though oh yeah i'm buying that those are beautiful graphics but okay let's get to the real reason why we're doing this episode okay because the next year coleco would release for the 2600 the ColecoVision and the Intellivision, Donkey Kong Jr. And oh, this is something to behold. I got Donkey Kong, and now I'll get you too, Junior. I'm Donkey Kong Jr., and that's my papa. I'm trying to save him, and boy, do I need your help. Nintendo's Donkey Kong Jr., the arcade game, is now the Super Home video game. Save your papa, huh? Save yourself first! He's chasing me with snapping jaws, and I could fall! Help Donkey Kong Jr. save his papa on your ColecoVision, Atari 2600 VCS, or Intellivision video game system. Game players everywhere, please help me save my papa! You have to save his papa, folks! Game players everywhere, please help Junior save his papa. 
Help me save my papa. Okay, but where can we begin about this commercial? Oh, God. First Mario, of all... Mario looks like a mobster. Yeah, it's the same Mario from the Donkey Kong commercial. And then they just got this guy in a gorilla suit. But at least Mario was kind enough to give him a ColecoVision with the game. And Donkey Kong Jr. is trying to get up on these vines. <laughs> oh, did you notice that as Jr. is trying to get away from those dragons who are trying to eat him? You notice that when they show the uh, display of all the games, they show the ColecoVision version. And then for the Atari and the television, it's just coming soon. You know why they did that? Because Coleco didn't want the people to know that those versions were crap graphically compared to the ColecoVision. Yep. You're not wrong. Although they had no problem showing Donkey Kong. I guess that was a superior build. But Donkey Kong Jr.? Nope. But I think this part here is going to be even more funnier than the video. Because I'm going to read the comments from this video from Fuzzy Memories, okay? Here we go. Mario's most memorable quotes. It's a me, Mario. Let's go. Save your papa. Save yourself first. Oh, here's the best part. The most cursed thing about this whole thing for me is Mario 1. Looks like a mafia boss. Two, he's not fat. Three, he doesn't have an Italian accent or even the Super Show Brooklyn accent. You don't look like Lou Albano to me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm dead. He doesn't have an Italian accent or even the Super Show Brooklyn accent. Oh, that's such a beautiful comment. Oh, my gosh. As cheesy as this commercial is, I'm just impressed that they actually bothered to have a set that resembles the game's levels. I got to give him credit for that. That was impressive. I like how the police officer got his car and just looked at what was happening and did nothing, LOL. Also, why does Mario look like a 1920s gangster? Is he going to pull out his Tommy gun? Never knew Mario was part of the Mafia. Mario normally average plumber clothing. Mario in this commercial, Mafia boss. Man, even Mario had a hipster face. (laughs) Why does DK Jr. look accurate? Well, DK is just a normal gorilla suit. Well, that is true. Yep. Wish you the best, Junior. Hopefully you get your papa back. It's true. He really could fall. Headcanon. Donkey Kong is being held in prison for his crimes of kidnapping, trespassing on a construction site, unlawful use of barrels, and multiple counts of attempted carpenter code. Donkey Kong Jr. is going up there to explain to Jumpman Mario how this was all because his father forgot to take his medicine that morning. (laughs) Remember, this is headcanon. Mario is like a politician. Everybody finds the bad things he has done in the past. 
1982, DK Jr. needs our help. 2018, John Wick needs our help. This commercial probably had a higher budget than the game. (laughs) (laughs) He did not just go there. He's obviously played the Atari 2600 versions. Someone saw this commercial years ago and said to themselves, oh, f***, I have to buy this game. They're all wearing clothes except for his poor imprisoned papa. For shame, Mario. So according to Nintendo, Donkey Kong Jr. became the DK that wears a tie. And the original Donkey Kong is Cranky Kong. Cranky Kong, yeah. Yeah, so the Donkey Kong we know now is Donkey Kong Jr. in Nintendo canon. I didn't know that. If I was locked up in that cage, I'd be cranky too. Yeah, damn you, Mario, in your mafia phase and your or your hipster phase or whatever. Next, we're going to go to Dig Dug. And oh, Mike, Dig Dug's one of your faves. Oh, absolutely, yes. Oh, played this forever when I was a little kid. All right, so here we go. Dig Dug. It isn't termites. It isn't mice. It's Atari's Dig Dug, the earth-shattering arcade game. Dig Dug digs his own mazes. He digs for balloon men. He digs for dragons. And now he's digging his way into homes everywhere. What? Dig Dug is under this world. I don't know what the heck type of graphics those were, but that wasn't from the Atari 2600, and that wasn't from the Atari 5200. I think they just made up graphics for that commercial, and the graphics looked horrible. Yeah. But also, I just don't get what the heck that commercial is trying to prove. Apparently, Dig Dug is a bunch of sinkholes, and it's going to eat your house. Well, if you've ever played Dig Dug, then you know that. So We talked about earlier the Activision ice hockey commercial with Phil Hartman. So now we're going to talk about the other memorable Activision commercial with a celebrity. That's right, folks. We're going to be talking about the Pitfall commercial with Jack Black. I guess you could say this was preparation, Chico, for his role like 35 years later in Jumanji. Yes, it is. All right. Here we go. Pitfall. Just last night, I was lost in the jungle with Pitfall Harry, surrounded by giant scorpions and man-eating crocodiles. Well, Harry and I just grabbed the van, swung through the trees, and over the tar pits and found the jungle treasure. It was really neat. If you haven't met Pitfall Harry, you're missing the year's most incredible video game adventure. Pitfall for the Atari 2600 and in television. Since I met Pitfall Harry, no other man will do. Pitfall, designed by David Crane for Activision. I could have sworn that businessman was Tom Kenny. No. But yeah, whenever someone thinks of that commercial, just remember, Jack Black said just last night he was lost in the jungle of Pitfall Harry. 
the pitfall game for 2600. That's got to be like one of the most memorable games for the 2600. That's the other video game that people take stock sound effects from whenever they need to reference a video game. And also, that really is the Activision game. Nothing against any of the other Activision games for the Atari 2600, but Pitfall was their game. Their big game. Oh, yes. And wasn't that reference to that one South Park episode where Priest Baxi had to go into like this cave and the cave turned out to be Pitfall from the 2600? I remember that, yes. Oh, that was so great. Hey, let's have some more space games. Here's a game called Moon Patrol. Oh, another one of my favorites. They love it on Nebula. They're wild about it on Torinus. Even on Motus, where they don't like anything at all, they eat it up. It's Atari's Moon Patrol, the action-packed video game. Brace your moon buggy over enormous craters. Blast attacking saucers. And zap moon rocks. But you'd better watch out. Play Moon Patrol. It's more fun than a barrel of grown mix. You from Atari. Another one of those games where they show the 5200 version. Yeah, because at this point in 83, like the 2600's old hat. Yep. It was all about the 5200. Weird how nobody remembers the 5200, but everybody remembers the 2600. Oh, no, there's some of us who remember the 5200, but not for all the uh, good reasons. No, because the 5200 controller would always break. And also the 5200 system was gigantic. And it had, like, two separate power supplies, I think. Something like that. I don't know. The AVGN video in the 5200 talks about that whole thing. That commercial was just weird. I mean, that really wouldn't encourage me to buy Moon Patrol. And again, I love that video game, but that commercial didn't make much sense. No. My favorite thing about that commercial, Gary Owens. Yeah. Gary Dam Owens. Gary Dam Owens. But you know what? How about we have Ernie Dam Anderson next? Ernie Dam Anderson? Yeah, because at this point, around like 1983, Sega was making games for the Atari. And what was the big licensed game they had for the Atari? Star Trek. Yes. I know this because my sister had a copy for her Commodore 64. All right, so let's play the commercial for the Star Trek game for the 2600. Star Trek, the game. A game so challenging, you need this combat control panel to play it. Launch photons, fire your phasers, engage warp speed, blast Klingons and alien saucers on your way to the ultimate enemy, Nomad. Is it the most challenging game in the galaxy? It's inhuman. Star Trek from Sega. Get a free Star Trek poster when you play Sega's Star Trek at any Musicland store. Oh, wow, I get a free poster if I play it at Musicland? Ah, oh, damn it. Missed my opportunity. All I got is a stupid Sam Goody. But I like how 
This game is so challenging. We have to put an overlay on the Atari 2600 joystick to get your stupid ass to figure out how it works. You know, you could just read the instructions. Nobody read the instructions back then, Chico. Nobody. And even if an Atari 2600 game had instructions, it'd be like two pages worth of instructions. Yeah, really, what instructions do you need? Joystick up, joystick down, joystick left, joystick right, fire button. That's all you had. It wasn't like controllers nowadays with two or three different pads and also four buttons or six buttons. No, it's a joystick and one red button. But speaking of games with overlays. Oh, yeah. And as I mentioned in the past, this was the first video game I ever played as a kid, as a real little kid, around three or four years old, on the Atari 2600 Junior. It's an Atari commercial for the Sesame Street games. Announcing the new age of Atari. Three to seven. Atari and Children's Computer Workshop, founded by the people who brought you Sesame Street, developed these new games for Atari's most affordable video game system, the 2600. They turned the 2600 into a center for learning important preschool skills. But don't tell your kids that. Just tell them about... The Atari Sesame Street Library, a revolution in child's play. Yeah. I played the uh, Big Bird game. That was my first game I ever played as a kid. Big Bird's Egg Hunt? Yes. (laughs) That was my introduction to video games. Big Bird looked more like Big Bird on the Atari than Cookie Monster looked like Cookie Monster. Yeah, Cookie Monster looked like a blue blob. He did. But oh, cookies! Oh, yum, 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 yum. Wonder if Cookie Monster would eat the controller for that game. That'd be hilarious. Nom 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 nom. Okay, well, guys, it's Christmas of 1983, and well, this is around the time of the big video game crash because, yeah, the uh. Market for video games around 1983. Pushing all those crap games really bit the industry in the ass here in the States. Because you had games on clearance all over the place. So here we go with this 1983 Christmas commercial for Atari. See what they're hawking here. It was the night before Christmas and all through the ship. Not a sensor was flashing, not even a blip. When there was a huge crash to the bridge, I then ran. And there upon St. Nicholas with joystick in hand. With Atari's Miss Pac-Man, he gobbled and scored. Then on to Jungle Hunt, he played till he roared. From out of his sack, he pulled dozens of games, all the great ones from Atari, our favorite names. Before I could thank him, he beamed out of sight. With a Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night. I'm confused. So Santa Claus went on this random spaceship and offered Miss Pac-Man and like I dude you are smoking something man yeah this guy on this ship and his family they're like on something and 
And he's like, oh, I got you all the games. Ho, 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 ho. All the Atari 2600 games are going to put under your stocking. <laughs> but those looked like, yes, they looked like the 2600 games. At this point, guys, I don't think Atari knew what they were doing anymore. Well, it was 1983. They had to lessen the blow from the upcoming crash. In 1984, they wanted to convince people to still try to get a 2600, okay? So, who did they get to try to convince you to get a 2600? Well, guys, I got a surprise for you. We got a future show hall of favor in this commercial. And when you see this, guys, you are going to pop the F out, okay? Are you ready for this? Let's see it. Okay. Chico, are you ready for this? Hit me. Here we go. I'd like the most popular home video game system ever. Ah, the system you want is the Atari 2600. That's so fast. I want a system that can play hundreds of games. Oh, then what you want is the Atari 2600. But I'd like the system that can also play educational games for my children. Then what you want is the Atari 2600. Fine, but I want a real low price. Oh, the Atari 2600 is priced incredibly low. That's what I want. The Atari 2600. Now with its new exciting games at a new low price. The Atari 2600 didn't look the same without its wood grain. Now, wait, was that Bill Wendell at the end? Might have been. But let's not get into that. Let's talk about the real reason why I'm bringing this commercial up. They got freaking JV Widows to try to convince you to buy a 2600 at a low price. But, Mike, let's not forget. He was on Match Game Hollywood Squares Hour on his birthday, the day Magnificent Beer Guy got the 30 and 1. That's right. Last show I brought up, Gary was robbed. This show, I'm bringing up Magnificent Beard Guy. Stay tuned. We may see Morgan and hear Gene Rayburn say, You're gorgeous. <laughs> hey, Gene Rayburn, how does that new Atari 2600 look? You're gorgeous. Hey, Gene, what do you think about Miss Pac-Man? You're gorgeous. Stick around. We'll give you the guy that was on that episode of Star Trek and Katie the Tomato. Okay, but they are trying desperately to get Atari 2600 stuff out from clearance bins. Well, guess what? This company, Urban General, is trying to get you to buy whatever crap that's remaining in inventory. So here's this special collection of Atari games that you can buy in 1984 for a very, very low price. Here we go again. Another incredible liquidation sale from Urban General. We're clearing our inventory of 500,000 video games, giving you incredible savings. You get this video game pack, compatible on Atari 2600 and Sears Telegames video arcade systems. Journey Escape. Help the rock band Journey to escape their concert with $50,000 cash. Help them maneuver through stage barriers, groupies, photographers, and greedy promoters. A $34 value. Towering Inferno. Rescue victims of a downtown skyscraper fire with your helicopter and rescue crew. A $25 value. Infiltrate. 
You are a secret agent capturing secret documents from enemy headquarters. Another $25 value. Space Jockey, you are the pilot at the controls of your attack saucer as you battle enemy tanks, jets, and helicopters. A $25 value. And you get Space Cavern, where you command an intergalactic star cruiser that has landed on a mysterious, deadly planet inhabited by savage electro-beasts. Another $25 value. This complete video game package sold individually would cost $135, but we're zapping that price by $115. That's right. Buy this complete video game package with over 80 different game variations for only $19.95. The guaranteed lowest price in America, or we'll refund double the difference to you if you see this same package advertised for less. We're clearing inventory now. To order, use your credit card and call toll-free 1-800-331-1006. That's 1-800-331-1006. Or send $19.95 plus $3.95 shipping and handling to Video Game Pack. Post Office Box 480, Bridgeport, West... Yeah, we don't even care about the rest of that address, but... Mike, what's your response? Those were five crap video games. Oh, yes! Those were crap video games! I'm going to be quite honest. The only game I want to play out of those five is Journey. No, not even... I have Journey. Not even that game salvages this deal. Oh. Now, if it was Journey the Arcade Game... Oh, yeah, Journey that... the Arcade Game is a great video game. A very advanced game for its time. Journey Escape is not Journey. Don't even get the two confused. But, yeah, those are five crap games... And I've got, I think, all five of them in my collection. No, they're not worth $20 then. They're not worth $20 now. Just, I mean, they don't have any good games in there. I mean, if there is an Activision game in there, maybe you got me. But no, those are like third-rate companies. Why would you make a game based out of the Towering Inferno? Shovelware. Two years later... Atari decides, you know what? The Nintendo's now out in 85. Let's just sell our old system, like, back on the market at a very, very low price in, like, a budgeted version, which is the Atari 2600 Junior, which is the version that my parents had, like, when me and my brother were very little before we got the NES. Because I guess they saw it was like 50 bucks and like all the old Atari games were like on clearance for like a couple bucks or whatever. They're like, eh, this will be fine until we actually can afford a Nintendo. So they got it for us like around like 87 or whatever. I don't think we got the NES until like Christmas 88. So I think this is the commercial that sold them on the Atari 2600 Junior. It is the fun is back. And let me tell you something. This is worth ending this show on. So here we go. The fun is back. Oh, yes, sirree. It's the 2600 from Atari. It's the video system with classics galore. From space invaders to cars that roar. A real hip joystick controls the screen. Solaris is hot and midnight magic's mean. And one more thing, it's got a special low price. Under 50 bucks. 50 bucks? Now, isn't that nice? The fun is back. Oh, yes, sirree. It's the 2600 from Atari. 50 bucks! Oh, man.
You got to get that. And you got to give them credit. They showed in the clip Midnight Magic. Midnight Magic, the pinball machine. That was very good. I like that. But also at this time, and I shared this with Greg and Chico yesterday, uh, I ran into an Atari ad from probably about this time, 1986, 1987, done by Revco, which was bought by CVS. Probably, I think about two or three years later, probably late 80s, early 90s. I remember the Revco by me, right by the front register or right by the, the bank of registers. They had this big bin of Atari games. And I'm sure there were a bunch of different games. They were all 99 cents. And I remember getting Vanguard then and a couple of other games, 99 cents. You know, if one of us had a time machine and could go back to 1986-87 and buy all those games and keep them sealed, we would all be very rich people. Or at least we would have made a profit. Nobody thought about keeping games sealed back in like 1986. But if we did... Oh, we'd be rolling in the dough. We'd be getting that Virgil F money. Breadsticks for all. But in the 1970s and 1980s, what did all these Atari commercials have in common? They were all very weird, but very memorable things on TV. And also, please help DK Jr. save his papa. Please. Game players everywhere. This is how old this commercial is. He said game players everywhere. Not gamers everywhere. Game players everywhere. You have to help him save his papa. From Mario. While you're trying to save DK Jr.'s papa, you can go to itwasathingontv.com. We can listen to the 333 episodes prior to this. We have all sorts of fun stuff. We got live shows, minisodes, director's cuts. And if you're on all the social media, you can find us at It Was a Thing on TV, except for Facebook, where oh, Hipster Mafia Mario, he dastardly stole at It Was a Thing on TV from us, and he made us take at It Was a Thing on TV podcast. But also, we're on YouTube. We can be notified about all new uploads to YouTube. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell to stay up to date on all future entries, including next week. Oh, next week, we got Christmas and New Year's. But before we get to that, we got a very special episode coming later this week. It's our Christmas present to you. Yes. Four words. Charles Styles, Mystery Diners. Not much more need be said. 15 episodes. We're returning to the world of Charles Styles, Mystery Diners. And man... There's so much gold this time that, oh, God. 
I don't even want to say what we got in store for this episode. But let's be quite clear. Hilarity is going to ensue. But next week, after Mystery Diners, we got a very special episode for Christmas. We got a bear who has a high-flying adventure with Santa. Bears can't fly. Well, apparently this bear can fly. And he's got a high-flying adventure. So that's your clue right there. But also, it's the end of the year, guys, and we have our now traditional year-in-review show. And boy, guys, this year-in-review show is going to be... Well, last year we did two parts of the year-in-review show. This year... Oh, God, I don't even want to think about how long this is going to be. Yeah, one thing's for certain, though, we're going to cover everything that happened in the past year that will become the things on TV in the future. And now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to play E.T. on my 2600. I still got to save Papa. I got to save DK. Okay. Well, well, until next week, that's Greg. That's Mike. I'm Chico. And... Join us next time where we have more things on TV. Thank you ever so much for listening. Please be kind to each other, and we'll see you for the next one. Bye. Wow! Mom, this game sucks. Can we return it back to Toys R Us? So bad, I want to take it to a landfill with the other 10 million copies of it. <laughs> hey, is the Whammy still here? Of course I am. Hey, Whammy, would you ever want to steal any of this crappy game? Even I have standards. Well, good for <laughs> you, Whammy. Good for you. <laughs>